0: Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. And today's guest is Paolo Lostrito, who's the VP of Corporate Development for Sailfish Royalty Corp, um, who are Precious Metals Royalty and Streaming Company uh, with two main assets in the Americas, um, a gold stream in Nicaragua and another um, project, a gold project in Nevada. Um, Paolo has a um, rocks mechanic degree and spent... Um, His career in banking, investment, and and the research side, um, before moving into sort of executive management and uh, and on he's on some boards as well. Um, So he's here today to just to tell us more about Selfish Royalty um, and what the future holds uh, for for the company. So that's welcome, Pablo, to the um, podcast. How are you doing, Pablo?
1: Good morning, Rob. Thank you for having me.
0: No, and I appreciate your time as well. So, um. Wondered if you can tell the audience a little bit about yourself, um, your background, your career obviously I just covered a, um, just a snapshot, but I just want to give us a little bit more detail about your career, how that's developed to where you are today.
1: Absolutely. so uh, as you mentioned, I'm a rock mechanics engineer by training. Uh, I have worked in operations briefly at the beginning of my career. Uh, worked out at a coal mine in northeastern BC before uh, got sucked into the research side of things so worked at Scotia Bank. TD Bank, uh, and then a number of small boutique firms. And my research arc covered everything from uh, coal, steel, diamonds, base metals, uh, but basically fell in love with gold back in the early 2000s when I started to understand uh, its role in the financial markets.
0: Okay, Um, So why don't you give us an overview of selfish royalty?
1: Absolutely. So Sailfish Royalty is a a classic royalty company that holds a number of royalty assets in its portfolio. Uh, Its main principal backer is Wexford that is based out of Connecticut. It's a a private equity group out of Connecticut. Uh, It is very uh, much a uh, vehicle that is now starting to come into its own with its uh, flagship asset being the sell, a royalty a 3% NSR royalty on the San Albino asset in Nicaragua that declared commercial production earlier this year. Uh, That asset is effectively the highest grade open pit mine in the world. Uh, And whilst it's only producing about 40,000 ounces a year, um, there is lots of room for that royalty to grow as a function of both the drill bit, because it's an Archean gold system, uh, you know, classic kind of Canadian shield thing, even though it's in Nicaragua. Um, so it should have plenty of expiration upside. Uh, and in addition to that, there's room for it to grow from the standpoint of doubling the throughput from 400 tons a day to a thousand tons a day.
0: Okay. Um, I wonder if you can just tell us about the, uh, describe the sort of growth potential at uh, San Albino Royalty.
1: Absolutely. So I kind of alluded to it. So it is Kind of an Archean load gold system, mesothermal. Uh, The company describes it as um, a, um, I forget the term that they use, but it's effectively, it's a lot lot like the Canadian uh, Shield in that you're looking at these uh, mesothermal systems that go as far as you can drill them and they're structurally controlled. And so, whilst the mine plan as it stands right now, that mine plan is going to expand through the drill pit um, over the course of the next, you know, call it 15 to 20 odd years as they drill that deposit out. Uh, With the company generating free cash flow, uh, starting, I believe in May, June of this year, uh, that we should see a lot a larger dedication of those flow of funds to drilling out and expanding the mine plan.
0: Um, how does your sort of Spring Valley royalty fit into the uh, company strategy?
1: Absolutely. Well, Spring Valley is nearly 5 million ounces in both M&I and Inferred Resources. The asset is owned by Waterton. Um, we're of the belief that Waterton is trying to monetize that asset. And once that asset is in the hands of a public company, we believe that the market will gain a better appreciation for what the production potential of that asset may look like. So there's no official figures out there, but with a five million ounce resource and a potential large heap leach operation in Nevada, uh, we believe that our royalty is going to re-rate um, as that information gets released into the market.
0: Um- You may have covered some of this, but can you? I want to even give us a sort of financial update um, for um, selfish royalty um, and maybe some future uh, projections.
1: Absolutely. So, currently have about three point eight million dollars in cash. We have uh, loans receivable of over four million dollars. So, the company's in good financial position in that regard. We have no debt. Uh, we're generating approximately four hundred dollars to $500,000 a quarter in cash, and we're paying one of the highest dividends uh, in the royalty space, over 4% yield. And uh, as mentioned earlier, we believe that there's quite a bit of uh, opportunity for growth in that cash flow profile as San Albino uh, ramps up and as we get better clarity on the Spring Valley asset.
0: Um, in terms of obviously looking at um, other companies that you would like to obviously be part of and have a royalty streaming uh, on, on a particular company or project, is there certain attributes that you, that you look for, whether it's an asset, whether it's a company? Is there, is there a sort of set criteria that you look, you look for in, um, in an asset or company?
1: Well... Yeah. As is the case with most royalty companies, uh, most groups are focused on cash flow because the royalty space um, has this great ability to raise capital at kind of 15 to 25 times cash flow. And it's very inexpensive capital and deploy that into a market whereby the cost of capital is much higher for some of these uh, developing assets. But like um most royalty companies out there we're looking for companies the assets that are at cash flow or near cash flow we're looking for assets that have good geological potential to grow and product uh, potential for production growth um, and but first and foremost we're very opportunistic we're very much focused on the financial aspects of doing our homework and making sure we reduce the risk profile for our shareholders yeah
0: um I was just going to say, um, is there any sort of focus on jurisdiction um that you're looking you're looking for obviously you're in um obviously in the Americas are you looking outside of the Americas or is there any also is there any particular jurisdiction within the Americas that you're you're sort of focusing on at the moment in terms of acquiring new assets
1: at the moment we're looking at two assets in North America um, but you know the the idea is is you're always looking at uh, the best return on a risk adjusted basis, and so I you know it's just easier to assess the risk profile in the Americas given uh, our team.
0: Got you. Yeah, and I, I wondered if you can tell us a little bit about about your team.
1: Absolutely. So our chairman is Akiva Leisman who uh, actually is an engineer, but also has spent the majority of his uh, career uh, on Wall Street as a portfolio manager at a number of companies, worked at Red Kite uh, and at Wexford. Uh, Cesar Gonzalez, uh, also uh, a financial um, guru in terms of his, his connections on Wall Street, And both have uh, spent a lot of time, energy and effort uh, building out the the portfolio of the Wexford group of companies, including Mako, including Sailfish and uh, Bonterra as well. Um, We've got great um, access to technical uh, technical expertise. Uh, A gentleman by the name of Dr. Matt Gray, who operates out of Tucson here, is a fantastic geologist and does wonderful work for the team.
0: Um since two thousand and nineteen, the company's been buying shares in the market through several normal course issue, um, issue of bids. Um I wonder if you can just give us an update on that.
1: Yeah, so we are uh, large shareholders as well um, the uh, people that are involved with the company were large shareholders and we felt that the shares were severely undervalued. And so as a result, we uh, put in place a normal course issuer bid to take advantage of the fact that the market was mispricing the uh, the underlying shares. Um, it should be noted that, you know, with a yield at 4% that they continue to believe that It's the highest-yielding royalty company in the space, and that's a huge opportunity for shareholders to benefit both from the yield but also the potential uh, for production growth and gives you great leverage and exposure to the gold price, which I think is going to do very well in 2022.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed with that. Um, Selfish announced a new silver spin-out called Swordfish Silver. Um, I wonder if you can give us
1: an update on that. Absolutely. So it's announced a binding LOI. It's effectively a three-way deal whereby we're creating a new silver vehicle called Swordfish Silver. That new vehicle will have approximately 48 million ounces of silver equivalent in two projects. One project is in north, sorry, excuse me, southeastern Arizona in Cochise County called Commonwealth Silver. And the second asset is in Mexico called Gavilanes. Uh, combined, as I mentioned, it's got 48 million ounces of silver equivalent. We think that we should be able to double, if not triple, the resource in 18 months time um, and make quite a bit of money for shareholders. So, Sailfish shareholders will uh, receive shares dividended out uh, as a part of that spin out and should benefit from that that uh, new vehicle.
0: Um, and are you focusing more on gold and silver, or, or it really depends on on the particular Projects that you're assessing
1: at Swordfish or at uh, at Scalefish,
0: uh, either
1: and both. Okay. So I guess the right answer is is it's precious metal focused and wherever we can make money. Yeah, understand.
0: And as a conclusion, I just wanted to give us uh, an, an I suppose an outlook over the next twelve to eighteen months uh, for both both companies. Um, what what you're sort of aiming to achieve
1: so what you now have is a vehicle that's generating quite a bit of cash flow it now has exit velocity in that it's now self-sustaining and is able to use that free cash flow to both return a good portion of that capital to shareholders but also opportunistically grow the business and so what we would say to um shareholders and potential shareholders is that the vehicle now has the required exit exit velocity to grow the company from its current market cap to something substantially larger. In addition to that, it holds one of the uh, the crown jewel asset in in, uh, the Spring Valley asset uh, and we hope that 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 data comes to the forefront over the course of the next 18 months.
0: Paolo, really appreciate your time and uh, give us an, um, an overview of um, of the company and, and what you're looking to do. Um, it's obviously exciting times moving forward and um, obviously wish you well in uh, your success. If our audience wants to reach out to you, if they've got any questions, how can they go about doing that? And are you across any sort of social media platforms?
1: Absolutely. So I am uh, on Twitter. Uh, I believe it's P. Lestrito um, on Twitter, um, and then just contact the company, happy to answer any questions, um, and, uh, and talk to shareholders or potential shareholders at any time.
0: Yeah, no worries. Appreciate your time. Um, audience, hope you, uh, enjoyed that. Um, appreciate if you can share and like this episode, if you're watching it on the YouTube channel, appreciate if you can share and like this, uh, this episode, and so it goes out to all sort of all corners of the universe, um, and those are listening on the um, podcast. Um, as I always um, ask, if you can sort of pass this uh, episode on to other people within the industry, and also just as you're speaking to other colleagues, where, wherever you are around the world, just mention uh, Dig Deep, the Mining Podcast, and, and try and get your friends, friends, and other colleagues to sort of sign up. Um, and start listening to some of these episodes and obviously just have a great one here um, around obviously the royalty space in in precious metals. So really appreciate your time um, for listening. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.